This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. Minority Podcast, episode 53. I am one of your hosts, Lady Godiva, and my ride and die co-host, Jesus Shuttlesworth in the house, a.k.a. Wale. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing all, I'm doing pretty well. I'm all refreshed. Refreshed, I can't even say refreshed. I'm all relaxed and stuff like that. Pretty good time. Before we start the podcast, before we start the podcast, though, I want to give a big thank you to you because I had an amazing time on vacation. Oh, I'm glad you did. I was worried. But then, you know, we just had so much fun. You were like the ultimate vacation planner and you didn't even realize it. <laughs> and honestly, it was like, as we go, that's that's how it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But before we get into that, because I got to pay you a compliment that I know you don't want, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. But before we get into all that, if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to share it on all social media. That is Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other place that you consume social media. Also, make sure that you use the hashtags The Awkward Minority and Awkward misfits for everybody can join in on this conversation previous conversations and updates on what's going on in the future and just stand in the know with us make sure you follow me jay Vars, at jay Vars is on mars that is jay Vars is on mars on twitter and the squire tales on instagram and follow my lovely co-host lady godiva at words by lady g on instagram and arabic dream on twitter okay now back to this compliment that I know you don't want. When I say Lady Godiva was looking good, oh my god, it's like an understatement. You was looking beyond beautiful. Like I mean, it's honestly like you're like the one of the most beautiful people in the world. You're not thinking the most beautiful woman in the world. So it's like it was like you it, it, every fucking day. It's like you just it's like you sat at home. Which you probably didn't do, because you're just naturally beautiful. It's like you said at home, you was like, okay, I'm going to wear this on Friday. I'm going to wear this on Saturday. I'm going to wear this on Sunday. And on Monday, I'm just going to go all the fuck out. Because you was, oh my God. It's like, I couldn't I couldn't focus on what the fuck we was doing. Because I'm like, I can't stop staring at her. I can't, I couldn't stop staring at you. Thank you. You kept on, go, you kept on going, what's wrong? I'm like, Nut, shit, nothing's wrong. I'm enjoying the view. <laughs> Oh, man. We had so much fun. Uh, um, okay, so should we give them some insight on what we did? Okay, I'm going to give you an option. Do you want to talk about Brave New World first, or do you want to talk about the, the, the trip? We can talk about the trip first. Okay. Right, we can transition. Okay, well, as I said, Lady Godot was looking amazing. Smelling amazing. Oh, my God. You smell like, you smell like Heaven's Gate. I'm just saying, I was like, God damn. I'm like, this woman. I'm like, look at God. Look at God making perfection. <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, and also what happened to all this? Oh, it's so much traffic from Virginia to DC. We didn't run into no traffic. Oh, let me tell you, I I was mad that there was no traffic. <laughs> I was so heated because I was like, what the heck? We have got there so i was like okay because i'm like okay it's traffic so i had a backup battery and i had a book and i had a, i had two books a backup battery and a notepad i was like okay we're gonna be in traffic for about two hours in this morning i'm ready for it whatever cool i'm you know so then we get there and we just are traveling and i'm like okay all right i'm thinking we're still in virginia this whole time because i'm not from virginia so we're just traveling and i'm like oh and didn't like um what's your friend that drive that was driving Norma. Norma goes, Oh, you know, that's the um that's the Washington statue. I'm like, uh, that's in DC. Right. And, and like, she was you heard them though. Like they were like they were even shocked at how there was no traffic. Yeah. Like they were like, It seemed like we got there in like thirty we didn't get there in thirty did we how it's like we got there in thirty minutes. Did we get there in thirty minutes or am I exaggerating? Probably, by the way, she was driving. <laughs> oh, boy. She was getting it in that little motherfucking Jetta. But she was getting ghosts. But, yeah, we got there so quickly. I'm like, oh, this is some... What a traffic cat. There's, like, no cars. We seen Spike Lee. <laughs> he was driving his little... Por he was in a Porsche trying to race. It was pretty funny because he was trying to race. And I'm like, this dude looked like Spike Lee. I'm like, nah, it's not Spike Lee. And then I, he got close. I'm like, yo, that's Spike fucking Lee. And then, okay, so when we got into D.C., she dropped us off where the where I work at or whatever. This savage. I know, right? Let me hold on before you get to explain it. This this savage. I'm thinking she dropping us off at like because Lady Godiva was like, "Oh, we gonna go to Union Station to eat breakfast." Cool. So we get dropped off at Union Station, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I work right there." And I'll, for for all the listeners, I want you to stick your hand up and then stick your other hand up and put it like on opposite sides of your face. And that's how close to the that's how close the building is to the Union Station where we were standing while Lady Godiva wasn't at work. On a Friday. <laughs> that shit was savagery. I'm like, this, this is you. Wow. And then we ran into like a few people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was funny. She was like, I'm blind. That was like, I'm blind. I don't see nothing. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we get to the Union Station, and of course, almost everything is closed. So we're like, okay. We gotta look for something. We gotta look for something. And we we ended up at the Einstein Bagels. God took us to we, Einstein Bagels. Right. And where we met... Who did we meet? <laughs> we met a young lady named Courtney. Yeah. Shout out to Courtney. Um, so, Mr. Jesus Shuttlesworth over here was too shy to take a picture of us Cheering on nah. our uh our, <laughs> <Nah>. our, <laughs> our drink. So Courtney says, "Ain't nobody paying attention to y'all, right?" 
in a loving manner. Nah. And then that's started talking <laughs> no nah, no that shit was that no that shit was corny okay first of all because if y'all noticed when we was in dc we did all that um which was amazing we gotta do that again we gotta go first of all we gotta go back to dc because we'll get to that in a minute but we gotta go back to dc secondly when we was doing misfits in dc or whatever she wanted to toast the the, the coffee or some shit and i was like that's the most it just seemed corny in the moment it honestly seemed corny. So I was like, I'm not doing that. And I was low-key hungry. So I'm like, man, I'm hungry. I'm just really hungry. That wheat that that wheat bagel with the eggs and cheese and, and all that stuff. And the bacon was calling my name. So it's like, I'm low-key just hungry. It was corny. And then she just goes, ain't nobody... Ain't, then, then, then you just hear a woman go, ain't nobody paying attention, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... And then we had a great conversation. We were there for almost an hour, I think. And um, that's when we gave her one of Jesus Shuttlesworth's books, Test Nut. Yep, Test Nut in stores now. Available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. That is Test Nut by Javar Squire. It is the discography. I mean, it is the story. Of a woman told through the discography of Erica Badu, which was pretty funny. Look at that! Look at me plugging like that. It which was pretty funny because when we was talking to her, Lady Godiva was like, "You should give her a book. You should give her a book." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So I started with like, "Hey, do you like Erica Badu?" And she was like, "Yeah, I love Erica Badu." Blah 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 blah. Then she goes, "Do you like Erica Badu?" And I'm like, uh. "Do I like Erica Badu?" Cause I said we got a gift for you. And I said, "Do you like Erica Badu?" So then, before I gave it to, so I was like, "Do I like Erica Badu?" So then I walked over and I gave her the book and I said, "Read the top of that." And then I walked back, you know. And then she like looked at it and then read it like twice. And then she like started hugging the book. <laughs> like it was pretty amazing. Like we. It was so sweet. Yes. And she even took a picture with the book, and we're gonna post it soon. But it was so exciting, and so afterwards, you know, we had to leave, um, especially because people. I was running into people. Oh, but she blessed. But she blessed us. Let's not forget that we blessed her, and she blessed us because, as you, as Lady Godiva know. First of all, you know me so well. Like you know me so well. It's like I don't have to tell you what I like anymore because you you understand what I like. That's why he was looking so nice. But anyway. So, she told us about this William Shakespeare theater that has an open library. And everybody knows between Lady Godiva. Because I had said to her, I was like, between um, Shakespeare. I said, between Shakespeare, Langston Hughes, you know, Walter H. Scott or whatever. Walter H. Scott or whatever. And Lady Godiva and William Shakespeare is one of my favorite authors. You know, one of my favorite authors, poets, whatever. And she was like, oh, well, you know, D.C. has this museum, this William Shakespeare Museum. And I lost my motherfucking mind. <laughs> like, it, it, it instantaneously so became the best day ever. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so afterwards, we walked out, and we walked towards the Capitol, um, where I performed. And... <laughs> That was so interesting. Oh my god! Oh no! First, first we told first we told Fox Five, fuck you, not Fox Five. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, we told Fox, fuck you. We we stand outside the um the Fox News building and our excited knives. You know, only only Fox that I love was the red one. Only black man Fox love is a jail or a dead one. 
so I had I had to do it for the culture. It was that was an amazing <laughs> moment. Right, and then, <laughs> and then and then you shook him up. Then you shook up the world. Oh man! And there was a noob cast there, whatever. And they put the, they set their equipment up. And when they saw us, they went back into their van and waited. That was polite. <laughs> because they because they had a trash shot. Because you know me, I'm all about the angles when it comes to shooting videos. So they seen they was like shooting a shot. So we we politely let them finish. And then when they was done, I was like, yo. I was telling um, Lady Godiva, I was trying to explain to her the shot that I had. So then she started looking from the angle I was looking, and she was like, oh, that's amazing. Because, you know, so as they seen us filming, well, they seen us strategizing it out. So then they tried to play like they were still recording, but I knew they wasn't because the dude didn't even have the microphone towards his face. So they're just standing there watching us, and then I guess they decided, hey, let's go back to the car or the truck and see what they're doing. So then they go back, and then we start shooting, and we had we got this amazing video that's coming out. It got the oh. it got the Capitol building in the background. It got it got Lady Godiva's fiery red hair in it. <laughs> oh man! And oh, okay. So um, back to the Shakespeare Theater Museum. Oh, I I knew that there was a train station at Union Station to get there, but for some reason we were so caught up on how fun the journey was and the weather was so nice, so we decided to walk. From the Capitol to the Shakespeare Theater Museum. Because you, you got us hyped. Because Lady Godiva was performing, right? And she gets extra loud. Like, I mean, you know, like like you see Jay-Z watching Beyonce perform. you like, damn, I wonder what that feeling's like to see somebody that you fuck with really kill it on stage. Like, that, I felt so proud. Like, I'm tingling in my bones. I was, like, trying not, I was trying not so hard not to cheese you when I was recording it because it was amazing. Like, you were so passionate with it. You were so loud that cars were stopping, bonking, bonking their horns. This one dude rode by, like, hey, lady. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> this one couple sat down in the park to listen to her. It was pretty amazing. Like, she stopped, like, she stopped traffic. Like, no, no hyperbole. She really stopped traffic. If you listen, when the video come out, you listen, you can hear, you can hear traffic stopping. You can hear bonking horns. You can hear dude going, hey, lady. Like, you can, <laughs> you can hear, she gets, she, the whole damn block heard you. Like, you don't need microphones. Let's be clear. You don't ever need a microphone, ever. shit out the other bird. I don't know what cannibalism was going on, but that bird, that bird was had the other bird in his mouth. I, we, bruh. Then, then we try to take a picture of him. He's going to try to run off. Yeah, it was so disturbing. But anyways, we got to the Shakespeare the Theater Museum. Before we entered, we took pictures. And should I tell about the story of the van? <laughs> the story of the van. Well, now you got to. You don't said the story of the van, so now they think we got kidnapped. You know, working around military people all the time, they teach you to always, like, 
look at your surroundings at all times. So anyways, I noticed this white van behind me as I, I was taking a picture of Jay Morris, you know, cooling in front of Shakespeare Theater Museum, and I heard a click, and I instantly jumped. I was ready to run. And <laughs> 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 at least, what, seven men that got out of the van, and they were laughing at me because <laughs> I was ready to go. I was like, you are not going to get me. Yo, she jumped so high because I already knew that was in the van. I was like, maybe she knows, maybe she don't know. But I already knew that was in the van. But then when they jumped out, that shit was funny because you was like, oh, like Lady Godot was having that. Lady Godot was about to be halfway down the block. I, I did not know anyone was in the van. I knew the van was there, but as soon as I heard that click, I wanted to be gone. That shit was funny. Like, see, I'm like, I wonder because because you because you was not like. Cause I seen them, cause they seen me, cause I was, they seen me, I seen them, so we acknowledged that we was there. So they was waiting for us to be done, which was polite for them to do that. But boy, when they jumped out, they they jumped out that van ready, boy. You you was ready. I'm surprised you didn't smack one of them. Right, and then we were so disappointed. We went inside of the Shakespeare Theater Museum, and a whole block of people start walking up the steps. And then we go to the information desk to ask, you know, the time, tickets, blah, blah, blah. And the lady was so rude. And she was like, are you a part of this girl? And I'm thinking in my head, do we look like we're high schoolers? Like, and then... I um, take the compliment, kind of. We should have. We should have just said yes. But we said no because we were uh, we're honest people, and so when we said no, she was like, "Well, the Shakespeare Theater Museum is not open to the public until noon," and we were there extra early, like eight forty-seven or something like that. Yeah, because um, the girl said that the library opens at eight thirty. Right. And the museum opens at 9.30. So it was like, okay, cool. We can go to the, you know, we can go to the the library because I want to read Shakespeare. I want to take a picture. Into, this is how much I love the vacation. I don't take pictures, but I we was taking the shit ton of pictures. And I would share them all because that's how much I enjoyed this vacation. I only take pictures. Man, we had so much fun. But anyways, we ended up going to two different museums oh no um, no remember then after after we left shakespeare we um we went to the we went to the coffee shop because you had to charge your phone and that's when god blessed us again oh yeah that's true so i was like i need coffee not not that i really need it i'm not addicted to it but i was having trouble staying up for some odd reason because i couldn't sleep the night before because i was excited so anyways uh, i go to get coffee and i speak to the cashier and she tells me the story about how she just came back from um where did she come back from um india yeah oh yeah india and so she's telling me about this thing called backpacking where you meet people overseas and you stay with them during your visit like these strangers but whatever it was cool for her it worked for her she's safe she looked happy great and then <laughs> um i was like i went to do shuttlesworth because he didn't want coffee but i went to him and i was like give me one of your books i got i, I got somebody so i went to <laughs> 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 she just looked so art, art 
sexy. Like, she had the cool round glasses on, and she was just so cool and mellow, like, whatever. So I was like, hey, do you like Erica Badu? She goes, do I like Erica Badu? I love Erica Badu. I said, oh, hold up. I'll be right back. So <laughs> I got the book, and I was like, well, um, my best friend um, has this book, and we want to give, you know, give it to you as a gift. And she... You would think that we were, like, celebrities or something. <laughs> she jumped with so much joy, and she was happy. She's like, oh, my God, thank you. And so, yeah, that was sweet. We didn't get a picture with her because she was busy. There's a lot of people, you know, she was a cashier. So, Yo, um, we met, I forgot, I forgot. We met so many nice people. When I first got the, um... Virginia, I had met a young lady who I had gave a book to because she had helped me with the bus because I ain't know. Again, I'm not from there. And I was about to get an Uber. And I was like, wait a minute, this says I don't want to tell people all oh, where I was at because I don't want y'all to run up on me with, with the AK. Don't spray. Anyway, so I was like, oh, this says Central Park because y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, so I was like, is this the same Central Park? And the lady was, the girl was like, well, I don't know, but it might be. You should call the hotel. And I was like, you know what? It's a dollar. I'm going to get on the bus. If I get lost, I just call it Uber then. You know, adventure. Because I, I had nothing else to do on, the, on that Thursday. I had nothing to do. Because you was at work. So I was like, I had nothing to do. So we get on the bus. And then in the, in Atlanta, the bus pull things are at the top. But I ain't paying no attention. Because I, 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 I don't even know the hell yet. So then the next thing you know, the bus, like, I was like, oh, there goes the hotel. And then the bus was like stopping, like it just automatically. I said, I said, oh, they go to the hotel in my mind. And then the bus, the bus starts stopping. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then I was like, then I looked at her, and like she was like, yeah, I press, she was like, I pressed it for you because they go to the hotel. And I was like, oh, that was really nice. So then I had gave oh. her. She looks like we met a lot of artsy looking people because she looked like she like everybody do too. So I was like, I should give you a gift, and then I had gave her the book. She was, people really, people were really happy about getting this book. I know that was so nice. It felt so good to put a smile on people's faces. Right. Like thank you for that opportunity too. Like we had so much fun. Cause she looked um, it. Cause she looked it cold. Cause she looked it like she thought I was about to hit on her. And then when she realized I wasn't trying to hit on her, she was like, okay, this dude just generally don't know where the fuck he's going. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't fucked it up for that. But, yeah, so when she figured out, hey, he's not trying to hit on me. He's just generally trying to get somewhere. That's when she, like, opened up. But that was pretty cool. So we we had a lot we had a lot of fun. But, okay, so we leave the, so we leave the coffee shop. And, then, you know, then what we went out to the coffee shop. Okay, so we got, we actually got on the train for one stop of day. Like, Y'all dark ass, y'all dark ass train. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, what happened in the train station? <laughs> you remember the homeless guy? Oh, Lord, that homeless man was lit. That, we we in the train station and you hear you hear these two gentlemen having a conversation but they're having it real loud. They're like, oh nah man, fuck that, blah 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 blah. You know, so I'm thinking they know each other. So then you hear, you ain't gotta give me no motherfucking money. I get it myself. I've been I've been doing for myself all my life. I'ma keep on doing for myself. Fuck you, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa, you know. And the dude, I, I'm not gonna say the affiliation, the football team he was affiliated with. Cause I don't want this man to get in trouble, but so the man keeps on walking, and then the dude go, "You motherfucking, you suck, motherfucker, blah blah blah." Like he said a lot of derogatory things for the thing. Then the dude was like, "What he just say?" I was like, "Man, keep." I was like, "Man, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it." Oh, 
You gonna fuck around and get locked up. You would have been on Sports oh. Center. Because according, according to that pin he had on, yeah, you would have been on Sports Center. You'd have been on beat you'd have beat that homeless man up in that um in the damn train station. Right. And then we went into the train and somehow like we were just discussing how that you know happened or whatever. <laughs> and the guy the guy comes into the train. How the fuck did he get Okay, first of all, we got on the train. The train left that station to get to another station. How the hell did he get to the next station? I have no idea. How? I have no idea. What kind of what kind of witchery was that? That is mad. Cause I know he. I'm, what did he run behind the train? And out of all of the carts, he ended up in the same one we were in. Exactly. Right? That was creepy. And then we just started laughing because it was just just the way you know it happened. But anyways, we got off the train. And we went outside and we walked on. No, no, no. We got to talk about train some more. Because Lady Godiva might turn the gay dude straight. I did what? Happy Gay Pride Month, by the way. But you may you may have turned this gay dude straight. How did I do that? I don't Because <laughs> when you got on the train, right? You had got on first. So then you was about to sit down. And this gay dude was like looking at you. And then he, <clears throat> he seen all that booty. And then he, his eyes got booked. And I was like, oh, this dude. Then he looked like, oh, wow. Like, yes. And then, and then, he, then, he, then he realized he was gay. So he so he tried, he tried to play it off. He he started, he started shaking his head like, oh, shit. Wrong, wrong, wrong. He, he had a flashback. He he got converted back to gayness. But I think it might have made him straight for a moment. You made him straight for a moment. That's how good you was looking. You made gay dude straight for a moment. Happy. Yo, okay, this is, uh, is non-related. But okay. If you are a Starbucks employee, please contact us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Because I really want one of those All Together Now shirts for the Gay Pride Month. I really want one of those shirts. But because we're just affiliates of Starbucks, like which is fucked up because if we're brand ambassadors, they should give us Starbucks work shirts. But, they, but they're only for like the employees, like people that work in the shops. So if y'all could, if y'all can get us one. Well, do you want one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, if you cool. if you can get us one, then please let me know. I will act. I will actually pay you, so it's not like you know. But yeah, let me know. Javaris is on Mars. That's J A V A R I S is on Mars on Twitter. The Squire Tales on Instagram because it's a dope shirt. It's a dope shirt. <laughs> so if y'all can hook us, if y'all can hook us up with one, that'd be pretty nice. But yeah, Lady Godiva was looking so fine that she almost turned to a gay dude straight. He had he had to he had to he had to contemplate it. He was like, wait a minute, nah, never mind. He had to think about it. he like he had like I would. Oh man, I should do some vlogging. I should do some next 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 time we go to DC. I'm bringing my camera because I should, I wish I would capture him on camera because he looked like he he looked like oh wow he looked like oh wow he he was looking at me all day. And then he then he realized like wait a minute I like I like men like he, like his like his brain was like I like men and then he then he then he, then he went back to reading his book. Oh my goodness! But that shit was that sh- I was crying last because I didn't want to say nothing because I didn't want to embarrass the dude. But that shit was funny. Like he had a momentary lapse and he had a momentary lapse in his sexuality. Aw, hi friend. <laughs> but uh, 
So we got off the train station and we went and walked on 14th Street where I was showing Javaris that, or I'm sorry, Jesus, shut up, bro. They already I'm know showing, our government names, so they're interchangeable at this point. Okay. So I was just showing him one of many routes that I take to get it to work. And on this strip, there was um, these big coin-looking things that said the extra mile with um, quotes from individuals like Harriet Tubman and uh, other people that... He beat um, the boys! <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting. It was nice. And then we ended up walking... I'd rather be one lonely... I'd rather be... I love that they had the quote, I'd rather be one lonely Negro that told the truth than be out of my skin and like not call out the government for what they have done. I I love that one lonely Negro is actually on the ground in DC for people to see. That is amazing. Right. Like that is that is that is being woke beyond your measures. I also love I also love how like um the two, the two things that society loves most, which is religion and money, is like across the street from each other. I wish right. we would have been able. I wish we'd have been able to shut down that street, but you could do a poem in between the two. I know, like, how you gonna have a bank on the left and a, and a church on the right? Like, that was just, whatever. So, we we kept walking and walking and walking and walking, and we got lost a little bit, but then we found our way, and we went to the African American Museum, um, where, unfortunately, the tickets were sold out online. However, um, they did say that there were tickets um, that were going to be available at the door at 1 o'clock, and we were there at 11. So we didn't want to waste any more time, and we unfortunately could not go in there this time around. But we will eventually. Um, but uh, for right now, we couldn't make it. And uh, we started walking some more, and <laughs> we ended up at the um, American History Museum, which was pretty nice. That place, that place is amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And we only um, went to two exhibits in there. Like, we still... That's what I'm saying. We got to go back to D.C. Because Lady Godiva know that I love museums. If you give me... A, you can put me in the middle of nowhere. If it's a museum, I'm all I'm all in it. Right. Like, I don't need to do nothing fancy. You don't need to take me to nowhere fancy. We don't need to do nothing extravagant. Just give me a museum, some good food, and we Gucci. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, and we ended up in another museum, um, the Hirschhorn Museum. That was amazing as well. That was, yo, okay, so, because you're trying to be modest about your skills. Because <laughs> we was really bummed that we couldn't get into the African American Museum, but we took amazing pictures outside of it that we have to post, which was enough for me. The, honestly, the Walgreens picture was enough for me when we relived the, uh, yo, tr Tribe called Misfit shirts will be all this, I, I see a lot of people always commenting on like stuff that we post on Instagram. Like, oh, I need that on the shirt. Trust me, right. we got some shirts coming. Right. <laughs> like the Tribe called Misfits. People's like, oh, I need that. But yeah, that Tribe called Misfits moment inside of Walgreens. You know, because like you know, Tribe called Quest has the video where they like in the video they like in a surveillance camera. So that was like a homage to them. But we're not gonna put it on the shirt. But anyway, so. When we was at the um, his American History Museum, we was really bummed we couldn't go to the African American Museum, but they actually had a African American, it was through the lens of African Americans, and they had that in the museum, and that that was that was pretty, that was pretty awesome. 
Like that shit was yeah. amazing. Like it, like it, like it, like it, like it gave you chills. And I was, I, I was actually, I was actually want to give props to all the um, white people I seen in there because it was a lot of white people that just absorbing it, and it wasn't like. You know, like sometimes you'll see people like making fun of shit. Like that was in there, like actually absorbed. Like those little children, me and that one little child was um listening to those poems, and like that was like actually absorbing it. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like playing around. He actually wanted to hear what she was saying. Right. So he was asking me, "Can I go to the next one? Can you know?" So we were actually like interacting with the children. So it was so it was pretty cool to see like them interacting. Their parents like actually taking it in, taking a million pictures. It was actually good to see that type of interaction. Oh, yeah. It was really nice. Um, and people were, they were pretty friendly in there. Um, and then, what else did we, we went to the Hirshhorn Museum. That was really yeah, they awesome. Yeah, that random dude, they that random dude had to, um, to talk about the Mulan sauce from Rick and Mortar. That shit was funny. Yo, we gotta go back to the American History Museum because we already went. To th- what we went? To, we went to um. We went to the um Japanese Americans about Pearl, Pearl Harbor. We went to um the African American part, and then we went to the mon- Then we went to the Money Vault. Yeah, that was fun too. The Money Vault. And it's so much stuff we didn't go. We have to go back because it's so much stuff we didn't even go to because it's just that big of a museum. Oh, and all the Smithsonian museums are free, completely yeah. free. No moolah needed. You go. It's not even a long. It's not even a long. Oh, <laughs> it's not a long line to get in. But do not put your hands in your pocket. Oh shit! Right. Oh, oh shit! There is a I scared the fuck out this lady, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh shit! I'm glad she calm. I'm glad she calm. She had. Oh lord! Oh lord! Cause we was going through the museum, they gotta do bad checks, and the dude was pretty rude. Like the dude, he basically yeah, he poking, poking. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna you better break that camera in there while you poking all hard and shit. <laughs> so he poking through the bag. So I come through the metal detector, and she was like, okay, um, she was like, hands out of your pocket, right? Cause I think the metal detector went off. Cause I forgot to take my wallet out. My, so I, uh, cause metal detectors went off. Cause I went through. So she go hand hand out of your pocket. And then I take my hand out of my pocket and I go, oh, it was my, but she didn't hear me say it was my wallet. So I pull out, so I pull out a square shaped thing and she goes, oh no, what? <laughs> she thought she was dead. Like she, I'm glad, I'm glad she got a gun because I would have been dead. Cause she, she said, oh no, her eyes got big. Oh, she was scared. She was, she was looking like this ain't the fucking day. I just want to work. Oh, that man. shit was that funny. Was I, I I forgot that shit was. I forget. I forget. Cause sometimes you forget the situation that you're in when you do things. So when I went to take my, so when I went to take my hands out of my pocket, my wallet was in there. So I knew how the metal detector went off. So I was trying to save them some time, but I did not think that hey, these motherfuckers probably on edge. Cause it's more day weekend, so they don't know what the fuck's going on. So you might not want to do that. So I'm glad it was somebody that was calm demeanor. Right. Because uh, if she wasn't, or if he wasn't, because if they were to try to tackle me, I'd have got locked up. Because I'm not gonna just let you tackle me. I'd have moved out the way, and I'd have olayed your ass right into the wall by just knee jerk reaction. So it would be, it would have been a, a simple mistake would have led to a bigger incident if it wasn't a calm person. So I commend her on being calm because she looked like oh shit, I'm about to die. Yeah, that was that was 
Oh, man. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. We had so much fun. Like, there's so many things that happened that we can't even, like, cover in one episode, like, a, a we, uh, podcast episode. We honestly can't. Oh, but, oh, we have to talk about the, what was the shoehorn? What is it? The Hearst. The Hearst. What was the, what's the name of that one museum? Hirshhorn. Okay, Hirshhorn. So the horse. Okay, so the Hirshhorn Museum. Lady Godiva was talking about this all day. She said she really wanted to go to it. We was so we was walking. So it looked like we wasn't going to get to go to it, right? And she was like, "Oh, that's okay." And I was like, "No, we're gonna go to it." She was like, "No, that's okay. We could just go somewhere else." So we was looking for the other place. But I secretly was looking for the the Hirshhorn. She didn't realize I was looking for the Hirshhorn because she was just trusting in my skills of navigation of a place I've never been. So then eventually she's like, "Are we going the right way?" And I'm like, "Yeah, uh huh." She like she finally look at the map. She like, "Well, the map say it's this way," and I'm like, "No, it's that way." So then we end up at the um at the Hirshhorn Garden, and she's like, "Oh my god!" You know, she's all happy to be there, and then we go across the street to the actual Hirshhorn. And then they have the greatest art exhibit known to human man motherfucking kind. This is what made you the greatest travel agent of all time. Because it had Barbara Cooper in there. Now, if you don't know about Barbara Cooper, Barbara Cooper is responsible for everything Supreme. Supreme basically took her style and made it profitable. Like the Supreme box logo is based off Barbara Cooper's signature style of putting things on a red on a red canvas and putting words over it. She got like a shot. She got like a um oh by the way, um I gotta mail you back your your um <laughs> I gotta mail you back your postcard, like your um your card. Because I I took it back to Georgia with me. The um the believe the belief plus doubt equals sanity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you get a don't be a jerk as well? Or no? I think so. We got we got a few of them, right? I I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we'll discuss this later. But yeah, so we got the so she had like a it's like a um picture of a whole bunch of men and over it is like the the box you know the box is a box, red box and it says don't be a jerk. And they got um she got quotes like money makes money. Um believe everything believe everything believe everything believe everything, don't believe everything. You know, it's like it's like it's like a um it's an enigma, it's a it's a riddle wrapped in an enigma. It's what she basically does. Because, you know, it's like, believe what everybody say, but don't believe what everybody say. You know, don't believe the hype, don't believe the doubt. You know, stuff like that. So, it's like, who, she has stuff, something like, who questions the law when the law is out of court. It's, 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 it's basically, I'm surprised that a lot of people don't know about her because a lot of y'all kind of move around Instagram how she kind of describes in her shit. But, yeah, I can see a lot of y'all making y'all Instagram. Because y'all always search, because y'all always searching for Instagram captions, Barbara Cooper. Cougar. Yeah. So that could be some good uh, Instagram catches, but um, yeah. So I, that was. Mm, you are. You know, yeah. Even the garden was amazing. Like I wanted to fall asleep there because it was so nice. I had to and catch then, this food, man. See out there. What the fuck is we doing? This. It, it was just so relaxing. I'm like we supposed to be museum hopping. We don't. We don't turn into two old people. In the middle of a damn garden at the water fountain, tied like, oh, like an hour passed. I'm like, well, well, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh my god! And then oh, people were passing by, and there was um, 
there was a father and a daughter. The daughter was like not even two years old. And they looked so cute. And you know, like when you take pictures and you know angles, like, and you, you know that this picture would come out amazing if you just took, captured it or whatever. And so I walked up to the man and I was like, if you have a camera, I could take a picture of you and your daughter. And so he, he was like, oh, okay, thanks. So he handed me, he handed me his phone and I took a picture of them and he was like, thank you so much. Like, um, he, he's like, I, I tend to forget to take pictures and it, it melted my heart. Like they look so cute. But yeah, um, but yeah, that moment was awesome too. But yeah, we had we had a great time in DC. We made it back on time to catch a ride with the race car driver. <laughs> the race car driver, but she drives super fast. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we did a lot of things. It was so much fun. Um, we just had an overall amazing last few weeks. Like even this week. But time out, but time out, but time out, time out, time out, time out. This week's episode of the Awkward Minority Podcast is sponsored by Loot Crate. Everyone's got a secret side, a face they hide from other people. In June's theme of Loot Crate, we celebrate and reveal this alter ego with an exclusive Fight Club items and also DC Universe, Batman, Spider-Man and other goodies that are filled in your loot crate. So when you get a chance, make sure you go to trylootcrate.com backslash awkward minority to get in on this month's loot crate loot crate. Because when the 19th comes, the cutoff is the cutoff, and you will be left out in the cold for this month's loot crate. You do not want to miss this month's loot crate because again, it honors those who have a dark side. Alter egos. <laughs> Kinda like us. Only our dark sides are nice. Javar Squire, a.k.a. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Lady Godiva, a.k.a. Kadir Saeed. Now back to the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we've had... Uh, oh, speaking of which, I got brave again <laughs> and um, met an author from the book that read uh, Writing My Wrongs. And Tell I, us about this book. I didn't hear you. I said, tell us about this book. Okay, this book. Um, this gentleman who describes his life from childhood until adulthood, um, going through good times and bad times, and his sentencing as well um, in prison for murdering uh, a stranger. Oh, he, shit. He did, yeah, he didn't know this person and um, the, the thing happened and he killed him. But did not take full responsibility until 10 years later. And then um, he got out of prison and he's now a motivational speaker. And I just loved to, to witness his transformation, of course, because after reading the book, I just had to, to get on social networks and, and uh, uh, follow along with his daily life or whatnot. And so I, I figured, you know, maybe 
just maybe, um, he would like to hear a few words from me. So I messaged him and I let him know how I came across his book and um, how I appreciated the fact that not only was he sharing his experiences um, with his own life, but he gave us um, excuse me, knowledge of other authors and their books along the way um, in his book. So that was, that was really nice. Um, but anyways, I did mention that, you know, I'm a poet in Virginia and that if um, he would be interested to collaborate on a piece or for me to open at one of his events, it would be an honor. And he replied. <laughs> and um, so he, he said he's going to check out my work uh, shortly and get back to me. So that is so cool. I'm so excited. Um, and then... He would think it's my birthday or something. Javaris called me yesterday. <laughs> and what happened? What happened yesterday? Yeah. What happened? Oh, well, okay. So, first of all, after she had told me this, I was like, yo, I had just had a dream that, like, you was performing. Or you was, I, actually, what are you performing? You were speaking to a, to a big stadium full of high schoolers. And they was, like, cheering and losing their mind when you came out or whatever. And then later that day, because she done inspired me. And God blessed, God blessed us again with something secretive that we can't talk about just yet. But I let a co-worker hear it. And she was like, yo, everybody in, everybody in the office can hear this. Because I, <laughs> I was playing on the, in the break room speaker or whatever, the wildest speaker. And then I was like, everybody in the break room, you know, everybody in, everybody in the office can hear this. So then she was like, can you play it again? So I played it a couple times. And then I had um, her call Lady Godiva to tell her what she thought about it. And then they had like the, the biggest girly moment ever. It was so, it was so, oh my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. Like she was like, yo, I love, she was like, I love your, she was telling her about how she loves her poem. Um, she says she reminds her of MLK and she speaks with a purpose. It makes people want to stop and listen. That is amazing. Mind you, she listened to this poem at least eight times. Oh, eight. I still can't get over that. Like, it's one thing to, to have, like, relatives or, you know, your friends or whatnot to tell you, like, you know, you feel like it's kind of biased. They're being biased. Like, oh, we like your work. Your your work is awesome. This, that, and other. But to have a complete stranger contact you just to tell you, like, those words. Like, it, my poem reminded her of MLK. Like, how how amazing and out of this world can that be? Right? Exactly, cause it cause it wasn't like I asked her. I didn't ask her opinion. I was listening to it cause I had did a mix of it at the house before I left for work. So it was a quick mix, and I was like, okay, let me get a um, let me get a feel of it on the speaker at work. Cause it, side notes to producers, if you mix something, listen to it on different on different speakers, different in cars. You know, listen to it on different places because everybody's not gonna have that high quality speaker that you have at your house. So that's just a note right. to produce. I'm not a producer, y'all. I only, I only produce for Lady Godiva, so I'm not gonna produce nothing for y'all. I do it as a mean. I do it. I do it because we 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 ain't trying to split the budget with nobody. So don't be sending me your tracks. Ask me can I listen to your shit. I don't have no opinion on it. I can't help you. I'm sorry. But anyway, you listen to it on different. Because <laughs> people gonna because e people gonna email me. Because I run a fashion blog, motherfuckers still be emailing me their music like, yo, you think you can post this? No. But anyway, 
I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying y'all suck at rapping. Quit. Don't quit though. Don't quit because you could get better. All you need is that one. I'm telling y'all, like I like if I tell y'all like your music, that's just me. Cause young people nowadays, they ain't listen to shit. That's the funny thing because people, I'm very open minded when it comes to music, but it's like a lot of shit I can't, I don't really listen to. But just because I say I don't like it, that doesn't mean it's not good. It's just not for me. All you need is one hit. All you need is one hit. Once you make that one hit, you better run with that motherfucker. You can live. You can live off that one hit forever. But anyway, I want to talk about. Actually, I want to talk about what to do when you become a one-hit wonder, or what to do if you want to get into the music industry. But we'll say that for another episode. Anyway, so I was listening to it in the office just to get a feel of how the um how the sound was, but I didn't know it was so loud because that speaker we had in the um, break room when we was doing the break room contest. Shout out to Ranisha, which she actually one donated the um speaker. That shit was like from five below, but it's like loud as fuck. So I didn't know. That other people can hear it. I'm just in. The, I'm just in that vibe until I'm like, yo, shout out to such and such for the fucking beat. It's like, yo, so like, I'm like, I'm like, a, just amazement of it. And then she come in, she tells me that she likes it. Oh, well, no, she told me the whole office can hear it. And then she said, can you play it again? <laughs> and then she asked, can we play it again? Like she asked like eight times, and it was so. I was like, bro, we we've been on break for like thirty minutes. We gotta get back to work. <laughs> so we had to get back to work or whatever. So we probably would have played it all day. I should have played. I should have played those speakers over the goddamn over the office speakers. Like everybody, get woke, stay woke. <laughs> and then and then, but, but that's the funny thing about the whole thing is that we done had this track for like what four years. Yeah, just about. And in the four years, I have never came up with a concept for the cover art. I asked Lady Godiva yesterday. About the cover art, and she gives me an idea. And normally, it's, I'm I'm a slow drawer. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, cause I know I know my limits. Cause it's like I get bored of drawing. Like it's like I'm good at drawing or whatever. I could paint, blah blah blah. But I get bored of it really easy. So it takes me a while to do it. I did that shit so fast. <laughs> even Lady Godiva was shot. Lady Godiva probably didn't even realize it right now that I'm the one who did that. And she was like, oh. Cause she was like, "Oh, that matches my image of what I was saying to you yesterday," and I'm like, "Yeah, cause I drew it." <laughs> like she didn't even she didn't even know I did it. That's how fast that one was. Cause normally, I'm not fast. I'm slow. I'm not gonna lie to you. I get bored. I got to do. I got to do it in segments. I got to do like two hours here, two hours there. I, I gotta. It's, I get bored. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like. We had that. We had that on point. We had a beat that we was using. Then we finally found a better beat, like from a, whoo, from a hit maker. Oh my god! I, I cannot wait. This is crazy. And then, like- <laughs> then we got blessed. Then we got blessed with a track from a person who. <laughs> man, listen. When I tell y'all this gonna be some good shit, I can't wait to put it out. Like Lady Gaga, I'm telling y'all. I'm feeling like Jay Z and you Beyonce, cause I'm I'm just like I don't gotta do shit anymore. Like why 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 I don't need to be great. Fucking Lady Gaga is great. I live in your coattails, girl. No, you you're great, man. You're I'm, jo- great. I'm joking. I can't I can't do that. I could, we gotta be great together. We can't be great. We gotta be great in unison. I gotta carry my weight. But I can see why, I can see why Jay Z be like, yo, I ain't, I ain't I ain't gotta do shit, dog. Like what the fuck. <laughs> I let I let Beyonce shit on you. I I, said, I feel you, Jay Z. Me and Jay Z used to go have have tea one tea one day. Why you and Beyonce go off and conquer the world? Or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's but she's 
shout out to Ronisha. That was so nice of her, for real. Like, she didn't have to even talk to me. <laughs> oh, and another customer lost them. Another customer, like, completely lost her mind for you, though. Like, Ronisha's were nice, too. But the other customer, because another person, like a client, a client of the, um, of the company we work for, she's into poetry. So I was like, oh, you know, my friend does poetry. Cause I, I casually say to people because I want the I want their mind to be blown. So I go, yeah, my my friend. I go, I go, my friend. I, I be acting like oh, I barely know. Cause I be wanting people honest opinions. So I be acting like I barely know. You be like, yeah, my fr- my friend, my one friend I know. You know, I only know one. I only met her one. You know, you know, I really don't know her like that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, my <laughs> friend, she does poetry. So then. She, I guess she finally got around to listening, and then she calls, and she's like, "Yo, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. she likes reciting shit," and I'm like, "Whoa, my dad, like, wait a minute." <laughs> I'm like, "You really, like, you really like?" Because that's like, again, I set it up so that people can give me their honest opinion. So I don't, I don't tell them that we're close. I'm like, "Oh shit, me and her, like, stick your stick your hand out, slap it together. That's how close we are." I don't tell people to do that. You know, I don't, I don't illustrate how close we are. I want people to find out on their own so that I can get, you know, I want them to discover to give me their honest opinion about stuff because they find out we're friends or whatever, then they're going to give you an honest opinion. So, she was like over the moon about it. <clears throat> and so, yeah, it's, so yeah, people, people really take, people are really taking to your art. Isn't it crazy how they say it's so true how, like they say, um, people think it's overnight, but really it's like, person's been doing it for 10 plus years exactly it's like it's like again it's like kevin hart even though i don't watch his movies or whatever but you can never knock kevin hart's hustle because kevin hart been doing this since a good kevin hart been doing this about probably well i watch freaks and geeks and underclassmen so i seen kevin hart on that and i think that was like 2000 or 1999 it was one of those so i know it was it probably was before 1999 but kevin hart been doing it for we're gonna say we're gonna give him twenty years. He been doing it for twenty years. People he didn't really blow up to like what two thousand two. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not. So it's like you have to work on your craft. And sometimes you blow up. The quicker you blow up, the fall, the quicker you fall. Because you're not actually ready. Because if you look at it, a lot of one hit wonders, a lot of one hit wonders, a lot of movie, a lot of one movie people, a lot of directors only directed one movie. It's because. Your first hit, your first, your first go at it was a smack, was a commercial success. So now your that ability to grow is now scripting for you because your next, your next got to be your best. Because if you come with something, and it looks like and it looks mediocre, then that's that's the end for you. But when it when but when you're building, like when you're building or whatever, you have a chance to grow as an artist, as a musician, as an entertainer. You have the chance to grow. So a lot of people don't get a chance to grow. That's why one hit wonders their next song sucks because or it's not as it's not as big because you, your success came too fast. Like Jay Z never had has never had an international hit, which is funny. He never had an international hit as far as like crossover until um New York. And that was way he was way deep in the game. Like, like Jay Z had a consist he had a consistency of hits, but he like never had a mega smack. Like people again, we are all in the hip hop community. So do not start tweeting me mega hits in the hip hop community. I'm talking about like like your fucking grandma. Your grandma knew this song. 
Like New York, like was that hit for him? Because Dutch and Shoulders Off was close to being that, but it really wasn't a crossover hit. Like New York is like Jay Z's crossover song, and yeah, think about that. Jay Z was damn near about ready to retire when that happened. So it's like you want to keep a consistency of hits as opposed to having a mega hit. Because a mega hit, because a mega hit, you can't top a mega hit. Because where do you go from that? Everything else is downhill. So you kind of wanna, so you kind of wanna keep a consistency about yourself. So if, so if the success not coming right now, then don't, don't, don't feel bad because you got to you die to be something. Yes. With um, Jr. Jr. Rowling or whatever her name is, she her books didn't pop off till she was forty. Wow. So it's like what Walt Disney, not Walt Disney, on um, the owner of Starbucks. Like it's a lot of people who life didn't begin till they was about fifty. So it's like if you're if you're twenty, I mean when I was twenty, I thought I thought like yo, if I'm be successful tomorrow, then dub the world's just gonna fucking end. But yeah, you gotta you gotta work. Like which you can use us as a case in point. I thought I'd be super successful at twenty. Here I am, twenty nine, getting blessed with the fucking greatest thing ever. Getting just ran, getting randomly black like well getting just people just randomly like the connections the like the relationship because that's one that's another thing never ask for anything because they would just give right. to you because all these relationships I done built over these years since I was eighteen to twenty nine like we we be getting free shoes shout out to Skull Candy for the free head for the um free sound minds <laughs> so it's like we just get blessed with shit because you don't ask for it so they're like you know we can give it to them because whatever we give them they gonna be appreciative of it I don't ask for nothing. You want to send me something cool? If you really want to send me a car or a house, you know, I'll take those two. I don't know who it was. I, I really don't understand how celebrities go broke because we're not celebrities yet. I don't want to be a celebrity. But you know what I'm saying? We're not celebrities, but we get so much free shit. And celebrities probably get way more free shit than us. So it's like you really don't have to spend no money. So how the hell are you broke? Oh, man. What the hell am I talking? I don't know. But anyway... Back to the topic. I'm, I had an amazing time on our trip. You looked amazing every fucking day of the day. You even looked amazing when you sweat. Okay. Thanks. That shit was beautiful. like, oh man. I like. I, I was like, this don't seem like it supposed to because it doesn't because the because the thought of it don't seem like it would be something beautiful. But goddamn, I'm like this woman. Okay. Thanks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're such a beautiful woman. I'm just. I'm just letting you know. Thank you. You are. You are welcome. I have to bear. I have to bear. I know you don't like. I know you don't like compliments. So I had to let you know. Thank you. That you smell so, again, because again, you smell like Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Thank you. So um, yeah, it, it was. It was a just things are 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 coming along, and I'm just thankful to be alive to witness it. Like, you know, you know how, like, a lot of people, they, they're dead, and then people mention um, their work, but... People never like, get the flowers where they can still smell them. Right. So, Yo, give us our flowers, right? Yo, which which goes back to one point. When, um, when you was getting your child to CC. Hey, CC. And her husband, they seem pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, when y'all was getting your, when you getting your nails done... And me and him was looking like, what the fuck we supposed to be doing here, bro? This shit seemed uncomfortable. <laughs> like, he was, like, trying to get, he was trying to get to that movie. I was like, this nigga, like, it was just, like, a whole bunch of kids around us. He's like, bruh. But anyway, he's, like, a nice person. But anyway, when you was getting your nails done or whatever, Janelle had said the most amazing thing to me. I didn't tell you till now. 
I don't know why. She had said to me, she said, I want to thank you. And I was like, oh, okay. You're welcome. I don't know what to thank you for. She said, all the stuff you do for us, it's amazing. All the, She said, you're an amazing artist. You do great videos. She said, you're just amazing. She told, she told me I was amazing. She said, I'm very, she said, I'm very appreciative of the way you put my videos together. You put my mommy videos together. She said, you know what you do. Like, I was, I, my heart melted. I was like, I love this woman. I love this. That's not princess. I was like, that's why I love her. Because she, because it was random. You see how passionate and how like mature she is when she when she speaks. Right, I felt I felt like it's uh, right. I felt like I was talking to a grown up. I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? She said, "Cause it just." She said, "Cause what you put." She said, "When you put the videos together, they're amazing." She said, "You, cause I was showing her how to draw something, right?" And I was like, "She was drawing something." I said, "Hey, if you do it this way." It's way quicker. I said it's way um I said when you do it this way, you draw like this and then you erase the lines and then you can add on to this. And she was like, Why are you so amazing at drawing? She said, You're so talented. Like like she's so mature for her age and I love it. Thank you. You know you know she told me, um she said one day because she wasn't feeling um like herself or whatever, and we had a, a conversation and she was like, Mom, I just I just want you to become a motivational speaker. And I was like, what do you know about a motivational speaker? Aww. And he, he was like, you just, when when you talk to me, you just change my mood to, to <laughs> be happy. And I think everybody should um, know how that feels. And I was like, aww. So fucking mature, man. She too mature, like man. Cause we'll, cause me and her was having a little meeting about Janelle knows, and she was like, yeah. Cause on Sunday, cause I, cause I actually, I spilled the beans that we were going to Richmond on Sunday. So she's like, we're going to Richmond. She said, I won't, I won't tell her. I won't tell her. But yeah. So when we go to Richmond, which is, which is, we gotta get her, we gotta get her a camera. I know. Because she would have recorded everything. She in the video trying to record. She in the car. I, I accidentally gave her and Jayla a whole bunch of chocolate. Her, Jayla, and Jacob. So I gave them a whole bunch. I gave them a big heaping bag of chocolate. So they in there trying to record their little video about what to do when you're on a road trip. And Lady Godiva was like, What you got that camera on, Phil? And she's like, Mom, I'm recording my vlog. What's a vlog? Like, it was like, bro, chill the fuck out. We tried to, we, we tried to get out, out this hot ass sun. That shit was funny. You didn't mean you didn't mean she didn't you didn't do it in a mean way, but it was just funny. Cause it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like with the gas station, what are you doing? No, because we first off we didn't have air conditioning in the truck, and then my truck is old, and we didn't know where we were going. We we're just guessing where we were going in Richmond, and so all of that, I was overwhelmed. <laughs> So I just wanted to make sure we got there safely because my truck, you know, is old. But it, it, we did get there safely, safely, and I was thankful. Um, found an island. Do we? Do we ever know where we're going? Like ever? No. Like in the history even. of knowing each other, we have never. No, we. <laughs> We say we we always say fuck the place. Nick, that's the way we do this podcast. We don't never know where we go. We just going right now. We just going. And we're just wanderers. That's how it goes. Like the, this is us. This is raw. You're getting raw material here. There's no script. We don't 
Nothing. We just this is it. <laughs> we give it to you raw, no chases. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember when we first started the podcast. You know, we were trying to get the feel of it, and we came up with topics, but we never, we didn't, we never had a script. And but now it's like, you know, discussing our lives now is just, it's just the things that we witness, the things that we experience. It's nice to share because I'm sure a lot of people relate to that. And, you know, why not? Why not talk about it? You know, because it keeps us far from the negative news. It keeps us far from trending topics. I can't stand trending topics. Oh, my God, um, bro. When we tried to... <laughs> this is funny because, yeah, when we first did the podcast, we tried to do it to keep some of y'all interested. But, man, it was so boring. Like, we always have to fight through it. Like, we we hate every... We dislike everything that is everybody else, that everybody loves doing. Yeah, like, we're the, we're, we go the opposite direction. Which is why we the awkward... Not, okay, we're gonna get... Okay, so, yeah, we had an amazing time. Lady Godiva was looking amazing. Again, it was... Oh, my God. Like, it was looking amazing. I can't I can't stop saying it. Because you honestly was looking amazing. Like, it was no day while... It, I have never... I have never looked at you and been like, yo, she looked trash. Like, you always look amazing. Like, I don't know right now. You, and it looks so effortless. Like, you put no effort. In, like, other people put effort into it. That's, that's the funny part about it. Most people put a whole bunch of effort into how they look. And they all, and it looks trash. But you, you put, you just, you just, it just, it just, it just comes natural to you. Like, you can tell you put thought into it, but you didn't put too, you didn't overthink it. Because you, you always look amazing. Thank you. Like I felt like it was an honor to walk next to you. Like I was looking around, like who who could see us right now? Cause goddamn, <laughs> I felt special. Like I was walking with the, like I was walking with. Yeah, I was walking with the most beautiful woman in D.C. What the fuck I'm talking about? I was about to say something. I was about to say like I was walking with the president, but that ain't that ain't a compliment no more. That ain't a compliment no more. But yeah, you're, you're fucking you're fucking amazing. I want to thank you for the time that we had in DC and Virginia, and we're gonna have some more fun later this year because we gotta go back to DC. We need to go a lot. We, we gotta do a lot of shit. We got some. I'm telling y'all, book us months in advance because we busy. Yes, this whole year, I have never ever thought that I would have to pencil opportunities into the calendar because. Before, it was like, okay, oh, thanks, 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 you know. Even this weekend, I, I'm speaking at an event. Who knew that I would be speaking at a, an event? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, but, but okay, before we forget, before we forget, Lady Godiva did the most. This is, this is how fucked up society is. And it's how amazing she is. Because when we was in, when we was, when we were at whatever, she was telling everybody, oh, you know, thanks. You know, telling everybody happy Friday and shit like that. And all this other stuff. But, um, she made a post today. And it caught my eye. And it showed how fucked up we all, we all think nowadays when it comes to men. She was like, um, what, what was the, what did the post say? Oh, um, I said there are still great men out there. And, uh, bless the mother's their mothers for having them and my and my natural because i'm so used to not seeing women just thank us men for being you know nice to you know i guess great calling some girls weird you know i've never seen so much niceness given towards men for no reason i text her like what happened to you today 
Cause I like I was like, what the, you know what done caused it? And she was like, What you mean? Nothing. And I was like, Oh, cause I thought somebody cause I thought somebody told you you look like a superstar. What you do? You look like a superstar. So I thought like I thought like your chain of good luck was running. So somebody done told you, yo, you look like a superstar. You wanna be in a movie or something like I thought something like that happened, right? But you was like, No, not really. And I'm like, Wow, for real? I'm like, so you just wanna thank men? You just wanna you just being nice to men? I'm so that's how crazy it is. I'm so used to women being so mean to men that it shocked me that you were saying something nice for no reason. Things, but we ne- we don't acknowledge great men and women like we should. Um, especially, you know, the whole trending, everything. Just like, what is this thing with housewives, not housewives, what is it? Something with side chicks? Oh, side chick, side chick. It's, okay, you got the, it's, society is weird. It's not like, I only fuck with you. And I let it be known. Because then you got, because you got the, um... You got the men ain't shit campaign, men are trash campaign. You got the men, a man can't do nothing for fuck a man who fuck needs you men. You men ain't, women sit around bashing, a lot of women sit around bashing men all day for some apparent reason. Then you got women have to be side chicks. Which is funny because the men, the men are not shit, right? Okay, if we're not shit, what do that make you if you the side chick to a nigga that ain't shit? Yeah, it- it's so disturbing. It's I very disturbing. Not, I don't... I'm like, I am, I am not a part of this world. I just live in it. Like, I... Oh. <laughs> Yo... Finish reading Brave New World. But yeah, I but yeah, I really liked that post. I was like, yo, y'all was like, wow. I was like, wow, that actually amazing. That felt that felt good to see somebody thank us men. Like shout out to all the shout out to all the dads that take care of their parents. They take care of their children. <laughs> Right? Like shout, shout out to them, because a lot of people ain't, and a lot of women ain't. It's like so. It's like negativity. It's like man, I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Yo, I take. Oh, okay, I did tell you about this. Um, this gay dude had told what well, this dude, this big buff, this big buff, this big buff dude the other day told me I was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was fun. I. I felt I'm not even gay, but I was like, yo, for real? Cause you know when a gay person tells you you look good, you look good. So I thought that's the ultimate compliment. I'm like, he, I'm like, <laughs> which is funny because um, because I was fixing my um bow tie in the um in the mirror, and I was like, man, this shit. Cause my collar for some apparent reason, I just bought the shirt, and the collar was looking trash. So I was like, man, I don't look good. And this lady was like, which is funny, cause this lady was like, oh no, you look you look good, sweetie. I was like, oh, thank you. And then this gay dude was walking by. He said, you look fabulous. He no, he said, you look gorgeous. And I was like. And it was real because I'm like I, br- I brushed off the lady like okay whatever whatever but then the dude said I was like yo for real my nigga and like she probably, she probably was like oh he gay because look at how he reacted to the dude but it's like because you like like going back to um your post it's very rarely that um men give other men compliments just just because right like I, I women, yeah because I always like if I if if I if I, if I because if I see a dude, he got like a nice shirt on. He got some nice, you know, he he dressed fresh. I'm like, man, you look, I'm like, you look nice, man. Even if I don't know them, like, I like, I like that shirt. I like them shoes. Cause like, man, you just you never know what saying something nice to somebody can raise their spirit. Like, you, you I wasn't trying to hit on the dude. You know, you ain't trying to hit on the woman. You know, so okay. you just you just want to acknowledge that they look nice because I know people. I know like women like to say they don't get dressed for men, but it's like. 
you get dressed for yourself, but it's always nice to get that confirmation. Like, hey, you look nice. Right. Oh my goodness, we just been getting a lot of love lately. I am loving it. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like show us all this. Love. I appreciate it. Cause the Lord knows, Lord knows, we be living in the dark sometimes. Yeah, funk that funk boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, um, before we forget, let's talk about chapter um seventeen, the brave new world. Chapter, damn, seventeen. That was a good, good, good book. I mean, chapter. It, it, it. it Blew my mind. It blew my mind. I tell, I like, I was telling Lady Godiva or whatever because I, mind, uh, mind you, I got to tiptoe around seventeen. If I don't tell you what happens in eighteen, but I was telling Lady Godiva like this is one of the greatest books ever because you're going to get to a lot of quotes and they're going to catch your eye like the one where he goes, um, I, ate, I, I ate civilization and poisoned me. Right. Like that right that right there is um, that right there alone is when people go from being institutionalized into what society tells you to think and then you wake up that's that's the best interpretation of it it's like society gave you this this food and you've been eating this food your whole life and then you slowly realize that this food is something wrong with it but you don't know how to explain it because remember in the beginning of the book it's like i kind of feel funny but i don't know how to explain it and they're like oh shut up take your pills and shut up man Right. Oh, okay. So there's um, parts in the book that spoke volumes to me. Um, so the the name of the book is Brave New World. Again, we've we've mentioned it a few times, but I can't express enough how amazing this book is. But okay, so chapter seventeen, um, page two hundred eight, the part where he says. He opened the book at the place marked by a slip of the paper and began to read. We are not our own any more than what we possess is our own. We did not make ourselves. We cannot be supreme over ourselves. We are not our own masters. We are God's property. Is it not our happiness thus to view that matter? Is, is it any happiness or any comfort to consider that we are our own? It may be thought so by the young and prosperous. It, it's just, wow. Like, we are not our own masters. And it speaks volumes because it's so true. And then, you know, the part where... Let me see if I can find it really quickly here. Hmm. <laughs> um, let me... Here. There's so many parts in this I should have highlighted because but, but yeah, that book, that I can't but yeah I just to spill the space but to fill the space I can't wait till you get to the end because this podcast is loosely is loose I don't say this I don't, a lot of people probably caught a lot of people was telling me about it. When they um when we said it was the first book in the um book club was Brave New World and it was like yo you always quoting Brave New World but Lady Godiva never caught on to it but she's gonna catch on to it when she get to the end of the book and she gonna her mind is gonna be a forever blown I can't wait like I feel like I'm that friend that gives you a book and watch and and stands over your shoulder as you read it I'm that friend I can't lie to you because this is I. 
uh, um, I was I was reading it the other day. Well, not the other day. I was reading it or whatever. And it's another book that they was telling us to check out. It's called um, 1985. Cause the dude was like, oh, cause cause the, just the cover of this book catches people's eyes. So it was like, oh, Brave New World. What's that about? And I was like, oh, it's about um, you know, it's basically talking about how the government's going to control everything. Blah blah blah. It's like basically, I was like basically foreshadowing what is now and what has been now. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about that book, blah, blah, blah. He was like, you should check out 1985 or 1985 and 1984. He's like, that's a pretty good book, too, so that's not going to be the next book in the, um in our book club because we shouldn't go we shouldn't go too deep back to back. But we're going to find something for the next book to be. Okay. Um, okay, so this is one, one part. When um, Mustafa Mond shut the book and leaned back in his chair. One of the numerous things in heaven and earth that these philosophers didn't dream about was this. He waved his hand. Us, the modern world. Like, how freaking deep is that? (laughs) And then this part where John um, was like, but... God's the reason for everything noble and fine and heroic. If you had a God, and then he was interrupted, and it said, My dear young friend, says Mustafa Man, civilization has absolutely no need of nobility or heroism. These things are symptoms of political inefficiency. Damn! Like, look at you! Look at you! I like, nigga. But that book is written like a poem. <laughs> oh. That that line, that line alone, society does not need the heroism and all this. is symptoms of government. Uh, do you not? Do you not? Do you not? Do you not see that though? Like society, that. Whoo! Society gives you that. Society gives you that narrative all the time that you always looking for that. Oh shit! I don't. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say it, and I don't mean it in a bad way. But like a lot of a lot of women are given that situation when they're born. A man supposed to right. do this. A man supposed to do that. You don't. You know. You don't supposed to work. The man supposed to work. You know. So women are already force fed into the notion that they need a savior. Right, and then. He was like, um, in the past, you could only accomplish these things by making a great effort and after years of hard, hard moral training. Now, you swallow two or three half-grammy uh, tablets, and there you are. Anybody can be virtuous now. You can carry at least half your mor- mortality about in a bottle. Christianity without tears. That's what Soma is. Oh, Why was I about to say that fucking quote? Why was I just about to say that quote till you said it? Oh man, I'm just like he is so. This is crazy. I love this book. <laughs> Bro, I be trying to tell people that's one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest books ever written because it like Brave New World. And if you go back and re- if you actually go back and read with your adult eyes, Brave New World. Brave New World. Um, what's the what's the one where the dude gets where the dude goes the the little pieces the little pieces. What the fuck is that book called? Gulliver Travels. If you go back and read Gulliver Travels with adult eyes, then you'll see so much of society in that one as well. 
Because oh, remember, remember in Brave New World, the um the Lilliputians were beefing with the other was beefing with the other land because they broke their eggs from the front, and they felt they should break their eggs from the back, which is an egg, my man. It's no front or back. So you know what I'm oh, saying? The front is you know it's interchangeable. So they was at war over some stupid shit, but nobody knew. You know they was at war so long that none of, nobody even knew each other. So it's like you you're beefing with somebody you don't know, and then he went to another country where, in order to be president or you know, in order to rule that country, you had to win the limbo contest. Yeah, and, and okay, so there's this other section, real quick. It says, "Well, just there?" Questioned the controller in his turn. You can indulge in any number of pleasant vices with a free Martin and run no risk of having your eyes put out by your son's mistress. The wheel has come full circle. I am here. But where would Edmund be nowadays? Sitting in a pneumatic chair with his arm round a girl's waist, sucking away at his sex hormone, chewing gum, and looking at the feelings. The gods are just, no doubt. But their code of law is dictated excuse me, is dictated in the last resort by the people who organize society. Providence takes its cue from men. Like, it makes so much sense. You know how, like, with Buddha and all these other, you know, um, gods, they have, um, it's like, these gods rise so big as many times as people keep mentioning their names, like they bring them to life, they they bring them um, on a whole different level. They, it's like they give them the name God. Like I can't, I can't. <laughs> I love how you're so into this. I love how you into this. I love it. I fucking love it. I know what you're saying it's like um you. It's like well. To put it in layman's terms, because a lot of people haven't read the book yet, y'all should be reading the book. It's like Omar. Omar is the Buddha of the hood. His his um his name grows with the more they talk about him. Because in the beginning, remember Omar, Omar just the nigga that come down the street, everybody feared him. But by the end of the series, Omar was so feared that he didn't have to walk around with a gun because nobody dared speak his name in vain. So he became the Buddha of the hood. With the bigger, the more people talked about him, the bigger his name grew until he became a god in their eyes. He could do, you know, he could do everything. He can he can lift every building. He can heal every sin. So that's what so that's basically what it is. It's like in the book they're telling you, well, you big you big these people up to be that. Like Fordism. Like Fordism. Remember in the beginning of the, um I keep on saying his name wrong. Brendan. Um, Bernard. Bernard. Cause remember in the beginning of the book, around um, chapter four or whatever, Bernard's like they're at the um, meeting and they're like, I can hear him coming. He's coming. I can see him coming down the the steps. And he's like, I can see him too. And he's like, I was just. He's like, and he's like, I really ain't seeing shit. But I'm just gonna say I am. You know, joining with the crowd. Right. So it's like you build. So you build these people up. You build up these mythological things to be so big in your head. Because because at the end of the day, Buddha is God, just in another form of it. You know? So it's like you build it up you build it up to be something different from what it actually is till the mythological of aspects of it, which which goes back to um the wire, because 
you built Omar up so big in in your head that it took a child to kill him because the child didn't didn't know about the legend that was Omar. Oh my goodness. The, look at this. Look at What other podcast can talk about Brave New World and connect it to the wire? Tell me. I dare you. Nobody's as deep as us. Nobody's as deep as us. I'm gonna just say it. Because I just took we just took Brave New World, connected it to the wire, connected that to religion, and then explain how the child killed Omar. Because a lot of people would like because a lot of people don't understand how Omar let a child kill him. Oh man. Yeah, it, it's a deep, deep uh, world that we live in, and there's layers upon layers upon layers of lies. The you, and the you change, the change the standard of society because the youth doesn't understand the structure in which it was placed in. Yeah. yeah. Fuck with us! I'm telling you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this is this is awesome. I never get I navigated that conversation without even telling what happens in chapter eighteen because I can't. You gonna text me? You gonna text me in big bold letters? I know. It's a cut. It's a cut. But the funny thing is, I can I can do it because you. I don't want you to guess it because if I say this, because I say what I'm about to say, I, you you gotta finish it because. Whoo. No, like, I'm in the middle of uh, chapter 18, you know, like, with the part where John um, chooses to be alone and he, he finds um, this place to stay at, like, the for the lighthouse or whatnot. The lighthouse, but, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, John, all the way that, fu- John all the way fucked up. Yeah, but, but even then, like, he was still brainwashed to thinking he was not good enough. Yeah. Like it is horrible. It is horrible how society has made because every one of us feel. I am not okay with that. John John went from being a savage to being brought into society to, into he been he went from being a savage to being brought into the society in which he wanted to be in, then finally finding out that that society that he wanted to be in is total bullshit. So he wanted to leave that society in search of something better. Oh shit! I'm gonna win too far. Let me shut the fuck up. Anyway, I like when John. I almost, I almost, I almost spoiled the whole goddamn book. But the, so, um, I, my favorite. I was talking. I, I keep on talking to you about this part because it's my favorite part. Is when Brendan first meets, um, first meets John and John like, yo. One time I stand out in the middle of the desert because I wanted to see what it was like to be crucified. And he goes, for Ford's sake, why? <laughs> He was like I wanted. He said, "Then I wanted to beat myself." He because remember the one girl was like, "You wanted to be hit with the whip." Yes, yes, I wanted to show that I can take pain. Man, because that's another thing they taught them. You know, you can take. You know, if you can take pain, and you're a great person. That goes back to the perception of you can teach people. You can teach people to believe whatever you wanted to believe, and you get into them early enough. Yes, you know. As simple as repetition, you know, like, um, just constantly being in people's ears, like, whatever, whatever you want to come to life will come to life. You just have to say it enough time and, <laughs> and to the right audience. Like, it's so sad. Exactly. You can make, you can make somebody hate peanut butter. 
if you start uh, when they're a child. You can make them hate outside. You can make people. That's the that's the crazy thing. That's why we all people are always trying to make sure parents do the right thing because you can strike fear in your child's heart at an early age and you won't even know it. Yeah. Or you will know it and you're just evil as fuck. It is so. It's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's, it's, it really is, and it's so simple to manipulate, and so simple to just corrupt a, another life. Like they come to this dimension, and we fuck it up for them. <laughs> and it's not funny, and I'm laughing. Look at that! Like that shit is. It is crazy. funny because it, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Sad because you hold so much power. You know who who must is given, must is requested. Right. So when they give uh, society gives you a child, God, God, she gives you a child for you to raise. Do the right thing with it. Do the right thing with that child. I seen somebody say something a good analogy, which I totally don't believe in. It was a, um around the horn that the board like this dude Woody Woody Page or whatever. He has like a chalkboard. And he always write catchy stuff on there. He was like he was like he was like for perspective. They say that it's a stairway to heaven, but it's a highway to hell. Man. <laughs> well, I better be in that motherfucker. I'll be on that stairway. <laughs> I don't care how crowded it is. Don't put, I ain't getting on the highway to hell. <laughs> I'm on the highway to hell. Dun, dun. Yo, I'm like, yo, bro, I can chill. Uh, we know where you're going, uh, so it don't matter. You, you're going to heaven. Because you smell like the <laughs> gate, so it don't matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, Nah, I don't want y'all smelling on Lady Godiva. Only I can smell on Lady Godiva because that'd be weird if y'all did it. But trust me, bruh, when we do like meet and greet, y'all gonna be like, oh my God. Because it's such a heavenly aroma. Like, you get lost. You get lost in a day. I was like, God damn. I was like, I shouldn't. I like, I can't be smelling. I can't be smelling her over and over. That's weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, are we gonna get to awkward mail or should we save it for next um, podcast? We can keep on talking about you if you want. No, I'm just playing. We can we can save it for next. We can open it with next podcast episode if you want to. How about okay. that? Perfect. So yeah, we got to get out of here. We would like to thank y'all for listening to the Awkward Minority Podcast. This has been episode fifty-three, executive produced by Lady Godiva and Jesus Shuttleworth as a part of Squire Saeed Media Group. You can follow the Aqua Minority on the Aqua Minority that is on all social media. The Aqua Minority, except on Twitter, it is Minority Awkward. Make sure to use hashtag the Aqua Minority and hashtag Aqua Misfits. This episode has been sponsored by GoDaddy. Try GoDaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Loot Crate. Try LootCrate.com backslash Aqua Minority. Testnut in stores now. Available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Testnut by Javar Squire tells the journey of a woman told through the discography of Eric Badu. And we will see you guys and gals, all you misfits, later. Good night. We love you.